Shadow Minister. We don't have those things here. Uh, Honorable Chanchi, good morning. Morning, Chair. Thank you. Why 2024, babe? Yes, that's your letter one. Can we start? Can we start? The discussion about 2024 will happen in 2024. Uh, members, honorable members, and everybody who's watching uh, on a virtual platform, uh, we agreed that today we will go through the report of the of the oversight visit that we had uh, in the last uh, four weeks. Um, can the report be flighted? It was circulated to, to all honorable members. Uh, it will be taken as read, unless we can be advised that uh, members did not read the report. Uh, committee secretary, can you flight the report? And members, I suggest the following, that maybe we have a brief discussions about the report generally, um, because I don't think that the report is ready to be adopted today. I think let's have uh, uh, what were our impressions about the, 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 the oversight visits and what is missing in the report that needs to be added and what is in the report that uh, you think that uh, does not capture the, the oversight visit as you were part of them. And then once all of those things have been, uh, have been dealt with, uh, then the, 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 the research unit and the committee secretariat would go back and uh, include the comments that you, you might have uh, included, then we can come back to adopt a comprehensive uh, a report that, that would have taken into consideration the issues that you might have uh, raised as, uh, as, as members. Is that in order, members? That, that's fine, Mr. Chair. Um, may, I, may I ask that? that um, I've made some written notes also mm. about the oversight. Um, uh, may I suggest that I send them to the committee secretary and then um, they can just have a look at them and, and, and see if they want to put them in or not. Um, I'll make the suggestions here, but there's a lot more that I've written. Uh, so it's yeah. actually long to go through it line by line on this platform. Okay, but you can give us a flavor of what is uh, is part of your reflections, and then you would also send the, the 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 comments, the written comments to the secretariat. That's fine, Mr. Chair. Thank you. I'll wait my turn. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, do we agree on that uh, approach? With that approach, uh, members, or is there a different view? Agreed, Chair. Uh, we agree. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, maybe I should break the ice and, and said that, uh, firstly, I think we I have asked the committee secretariat to circulate a letter that we received from the judge president 
of Limpopo. Um, he is protesting bitterly that uh, we could not visit Limpopo. Um, uh, I think we, we should, because I thought that was done. I think we should write to the judge president or the office of the chief justice and CC the judge president to apologize for not communicating uh, that we are no more coming to Limpopo. Uh, members would know that uh, the, the first initial uh, application which included Limpopo was not approved and we were forced to re-submit and as a result, we lost about a week uh, of uh, oversight visit. So we had to adopt a truncated program, uh, which only was which we could only do it over a week. Um, but uh, I think there is a lot of appetite uh, from some judge presidents, uh, even some of the entities that we could not visit. I was also phoned by Judge uh, uh, Makube of the Legal Aid uh, South Africa. We are also uh, raising, uh, in fact, they are inviting us that we, they really plead that we should visit them at the Legal Aid South Africa. Um, with respect to the, to the visits themselves, I think there is a lot that is not uh, uh, in the report, uh, especially the time frames that we set, because uh, in every visit, we, we we ensured that certain reports should reach us um, uh, with specific time frames, and I don't see uh, those time frames uh, in the in the in the report. They are important because we are going to use those timeframes to engage with the Department of Justice, with the Department of Public Works. So those timeframes were binding both on the Department of Public Works and, and the Department of Justice. So I do think that uh, if you can visit your, your, your reports or your notes, you will see that there are those time frames. For instance, the time frames that we agreed with uh, with the judge president of Bumalanga, uh, uh, there are specific time frames both for Bombela and for uh, for Middleburg. There are specific time frames, and even with respect to correctional services, when we visited uh, Zondervater, there were specific time frames. Some of them we have included them, but I think a lot of the time frames are not part of, uh, of, uh, of uh, this report. And, and that is one thing. But on the positive side, uh, what we picked up is a, it's, 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 it's a partnership that, can, that must be explored further between the Department of Correctional Services and the Department of Justice. For instance, in one of the magistrate courts in Bombela, uh, the, 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 the correctional facility around that area has been building uh, furniture for the courts. And there is a specific ramp that they are building now 
because in Bombela there is one court where the magistrate uh, is paraplegic and is using uh, what is the so they are building a ramp. So it, it is the inmates that are building that ramp. So they're about to finish it. So we thought that it's one of those positive things that needs to be explored uh, between uh, the Department of Justice and correctional uh, facilities. And the, the, the court in, uh, in the Middleburg, the furniture there, including the chairs for the judges, have been built by the by the inmates, but generally, um, um, which is part of the report, uh, we would need to have an agent meeting uh, with the minister and the DG of justice. The fact that uh, you have almost all the courts in the country not functioning properly because of the lack of recording. Uh, it's called CRT recording system, uh, whose contract was not uh, renewed on time. So the whole court system, in fact, came to a standstill. I suggest that they need to come and explain to the committee as to what really happened, because most of those proceedings, uh, if you want to appeal, if you want to review, it will be difficult to, without a court transcript to have those uh, uh, proceedings uh, uh, being properly uh, dealt with. So it's one of the issues that, uh, for instance, on our site, uh, the inland group, but when I was going through the report of the coastal group, that is both the Western Cape and KZN, it seems to have been a problem that was picked up, especially in the Western Cape, that uh, those CRT recordings uh, were not functioning properly. Um, but I, I will also give, I was just breaking the ice so that other members can add on the issues that we, 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 we found. Um, and one of the issues that I think needs to be urgently discussed is the issue of the Palm Bridge Court which in terms of the assessment that we made, we might need further assessment, professional assessment. That court might create problems very soon. Uh, if you take into consideration that the people are visiting the, the court uh, close to 900, 900 a day, and the, the building is not structurally sound. So we don't have to wait for something tragic to happen uh, before it is addressed. It's something that we would need to really, uh, as part of those reports that uh, we think that are, are missing here, because there were timelines uh, that uh, it needs to be filtered through, and we engage both the Department of Justice and the Department of uh, Public of, uh, of, of uh, Public Works. Let me allow other members to have their reflections. Um, thank, thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, I don't have serious issues with the draft report because it is, after all, a, a draft. Um, and I think that largely uh, a, a good attempt has been made to capture what happened. Uh, I was on the um, coastal yes. team 
And uh, it must, I must point out that I, I missed two days. I missed the first day and I missed the last day due to other commitments. Um, but the days that I was there, my, my concerns are, are more about how the oversight is structured. Um, I understand the oversight is structured a lot, largely along the lines of previous oversight visits. And, uh, and I'm not laying the blame for this at anyone's door. I understand it's very difficult to, to put together a meaningful oversight program. Uh, but my, my, my feeling remains that when we arrive there with, you know, a bus full of people, um, forewarned, it serves very little purpose. The information that we gather can honestly be gathered by a, an interaction with each department on the Zoom platform. It doesn't justify the the expense and the time that it takes to, to actually do the oversight physically and in person. Because we're not, what we do when we go on oversight is we're shown, because everyone knows we're coming, we're shown the best. And we're deliberately herded away from the worst. Uh, and so we come away from the oversight thinking that things are pretty bad, but not terrible. Uh, and sometimes things are pretty good. For instance, we went to the Malmesbury prison. Well, what a wonderfully well-run prison that is. Um, it's clean. It's not overcrowded. Uh, but, you know, and we need to see that. We need to see the good stories as well. Uh, it's nice to know that there are good stories. Uh, and it gives us something to to work towards, to to say to the places where the where conditions are not so good, that, that is what you should aspire to. Um, I'm not entirely sure, though, that, that I came away from the oversight visit satisfied that um, we had seen um, as much of the problematic areas as we should have seen, and that's nobody's fault. Uh, it's not the fault of the... Uh, committee staff who arranged the oversight. It's not the fault of uh, Mr. Janke who led the oversight visits. Um, it's, it's simply that when people know we're coming, uh, we don't get to see the problematic areas. Uh, so for instance, at the master's office in Cape Town, we, we did get to see some of the problematic areas because we insisted on, on walking around uh, and, and seeing people at work and talking to them. And we saw quite a few problem areas. Um, but, but, you know, for the rest, all we see is, is the pretty and the things that we can do very little about. Uh, what, I, what I think we should see on oversight is, is the terrible conditions in the prisons. It's no good going to, it's no good going to a star prison. It's, it's wonderful that we have them, but... We don't, and it's nice to know they exist, but there's nothing that we need to do there. We can take notes. We can interact with the people. They're happy to see us or not happy to see us, but they pretend that they're happy to see us. Um, I, find it, I find it exceptionally distressing that we go to these places and wherever we go, we're entertained. Wherever we go, people are not at work 
everyone is hanging around in a very large group to receive us, people who really have got a lot of work to do are hanging around waiting for us to arrive, to receive us, to spend the morning or the afternoon or the day or whatever it is with us, uh, trading around behind us while we walk around uh, looking at the facilities. Uh, when they really do have other jobs. For instance, in KZN, I was so embarrassed to have the regional court president and the, and the senior prosecutor there while we visited um, a community correction center. I mean, both of those people are very busy and they have a day job that's very important. And what isn't important is for them to entertain us. Uh, so there's nothing for them to do there except answer the odd question if we have it and we could pick up the phone and ask them those questions. So they walk around behind us like we're a bunch of celebrities, which we're not. We're just civil servants and we're just doing our job. And everywhere we go, there's this massive celebration, this entertainment, food, uh, everything that's there to eat and drink and sit and chat. And I find that exceptionally distressing and I think it's time wasting and I really do think that we should cut that out of our oversight visits. Um, it creates the impression that, that we think we're special. In KZN, we were driving around in a convoy with blue lights and sirens screaming, traffic being pushed off the roads, uh, intersections being blocked off so that we could speed through for a drive that took three or four minutes. And on the way back, when I complained, we came back without the blue lights, and it still took three or four minutes. There was, no, there was nothing to be gained for all of that performance. So I think when we do oversight, we should make it clear that that type of thing is not acceptable. We're not special. And there's no reason why ordinary citizens should be inconvenienced because we happen to be going somewhere. I find it, I find it very distasteful. But I think that we should really, as a committee, talk more about how we're going to structure our oversight visits in smaller groups, perhaps, to be more efficient and effective because it's expensive and we can't always go around uh, 10 or 12 of us schlepping all over the country. It's, it's very expensive. I think we need to spend some time as a committee talking about how we want to structure our oversight visits in smaller groups. One or two members is fine. We can report back to the rest of the committee. Um, to places that's nearby so that there's not a huge expense and not a huge palaver and do these things unannounced. Because I really believe that if we, if we don't do unannounced visits, we are not going to find the real problems. It should be, a, it should be an investigative tool, not a social PRO exercise tool. So those are my views, Mr. Chair. Thank you. Thank you very much. I thought uh, Honorable Breitenbach would be very happy with the drinks. I'm, I'm happy to buy. Oh, and I must just add, talking about drinks, I must just add, I'm happy to buy my own drinks. Um, but but the hotel that we stayed in, in Richards Bay, uh, no, also no fault of anybody, because um, nobody knew. It was an absolute disgrace. I put the towel on the desk and I slept on that. There was no way I was getting in that bed. Yes. I remember you did uh, you did complain about it, and we made follow ups with the uh, with the committee secretary that that hotel should be like least that that uh, no member of parliament should should use it. Um, I think uh, the committee secretary would uh, can speak to that after everybody has spoken. Uh, 
Honorable Jala. Thank you very much, Chairperson, and good morning, colleagues. Chair, first thing that I would want, I've noted on the report that I want to comment with, it is the name of Honorable Msimango that is added with us. I think it must be corrected. Uh, he was supposed to be with us. I remember in our group, he did not join us. So that is the first point that I would like the committee, I mean to say the secretaries to look into, to report about. The second one, Chairperson, in addition to what you have reported, it is the the response of uh, public works uh, when they are supposed to come and do their work. I think that one also we need to uh, do something about it because uh, most of the challenges that we came across, they were also relating to e public works and it, it it looks it looked like it it was a serious problem uh, with with uh, all the, the the issues identified and the issue of security uh, particularly on our courts uh, that one also it, it it should be an issue that has to be taken very serious agently particularly when we went to Mbom Bella also that that one it has to be uh, taken care of and and the aircons chair I think the courts the department must uh, make sure that those issues are attended to because uh, the judges they will not be able to do their work work efficiently if such things are not taken care of. Uh, but uh, I'll pause, Chair, there and to leave for my other colleagues to bring other issues. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Mama Chale. Honorable uh, Well, thank you very much, Chair. Uh, when I think uh, the, the first point I wish to to raise chair is the fact that uh, we, we split as a committee. Uh, I want to say, chair, it was um, a strategic move because it has made us to cover a, a vast area within a space of a week. So I think, chair, it, it actually allowed us uh, to cover a lot of aspects in a, in a very short time, which I think we should uh, consider it more, chair, when we are to do uh, uh, oversight visits. It, it helps, it, it works. The, the second issue, Chair, I, I, I want to raise is that it relates to the, to the report itself. Uh, bullet 1.3 speaks about the focus of the oversight. And, uh, and in those focus areas, I don't see anything that speaks about rehabilitation, that speaks about social reintegration, or anything that relates to correctional services, perhaps. So I think uh, if if we can we, we can add that because uh, from from what is written here, there is nothing that speaks about programs to of of um, 
of the Correctional Services uh, Department. The, the, the third issue Chair, I wish to raise is an issue of um, public works. You know, Chair, the, the reality of the matter is that public works went to our oversight only to explain. There is no plan. There is no thorough knowledge of the exact problems that were pointed out by both the justice and the, and the correctional services departments, but they only were there chair to explain. But I think we were happy in our oversight when we received a letter from you saying, I mean, I think it was a statement from you saying there must be an urgent meeting between ourselves the Minister of Justice and the Minister of Public Works. But we're able to iron out these things because public works explains uh, there's this uh, facility problem, public work comes and explains. Uh, so, so we really need to have an engagement because some of the issues have not been uh, achieved on the basis that public, public works took so long to respond to them. I remember in some of, uh, in, uh, in Mamalsberg, they even showed us a, a, a schedule of call-outs to public works, some of which date from 2018 until now. Uh, no, Chair, it's, it's serious, the thing of public works. Another issue, Chair, I think uh, uh, must be, I wish to raise, is that part of what was central on why correctional services centers actually catered a lot of things like, uh, like, uh, like fruits and all that. It was for the basis of showcasing what they produce from their own farms. That was, I think that was the, the, the center, a purpose for, for those kind of, um, of uh, some of the refreshments. It was they even when they actually make a presentation they even go to an extent of saying, this which we've prepared this thing that we're eating here has been done by offenders. So, so I think it was more of a, a showcase of what the department can offer as, as, as in line with the, what we call the self-sustainability program. I agree Chair, that uh, the issue of uh, the structure of, of, of our oversight must be discussed. But I think from where I'm seated, we, before we went to oversight, we actually set and discussed the model that which we'll use when we proceed with the oversight. And we said, we are going to have it twofolded. We are going to have announced visits and we still are going to have unannounced visit. So from where I'm seated, the, 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 we have not uh, transgressed from what we've agreed upon. But I think uh, it's just a matter of uh, 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 our issues being approved as planned and all that and all that and all that. There is equally, uh, no, in, uh, in uh, in Deben High Court, we met with the judge president of the KwaZulu Natal division of the High Court. Uh, he indeed has a lot of things to complain about.
maybe perhaps would uh, when uh, we have time uh, uh, to have a meeting with the OCJ, we'll, we'll be able to ventilate those matters. Right? There's a lot of things that relates actually to judges in KwaZulu-Natal. So uh, uh, thank you very much. I think that's all from my side. Thank you very much, Honorable Mola, Honorable Chanche. Um, thank, thank you very much, Chair. I actually want to use this opportunity, Chair, to, in line with your directive at the beginning, that perhaps today we're doing something else. So I want to use the opportunity to distill a process of this report. And I'm going, to, I'm going to raise those issues in a way of a proposal. So when we come back, we, we do justice to the work. So upfront, I want to, to, to thank ourselves. You were insistent on this and uh, your leadership is very much welcome in saying we have been uh, almost uh, imprisoned as this committee uh, we were in what looking dealing with lots of legislation and you became impatient about that that let's get out um, our role is not just about legislation and, and just calling departments in I, I just want to appreciate that uh, you leading us out going to oversight in the manner we did is very much helpful. Uh, I would have said in the, our very first meeting in Polsmo and throughout that uh, that oversight we're doing was uh, an orientation to us and I would have said, we're going to come back to you now that you have empowered us, whether it is in this prison, it is in the master's office, we're going to come back to you more empowered by yourselves to do a proper oversight. Whether you will call you, I would have said, into a, a presentation or whether we come in here unannounced, because now we know the terrain that environment and so in that regard chair the the oversight in general was very useful and i think it's something that must not be a once-off um, i think uh, when we get i've got four areas i've identified when we get to the fourth area which i call way forward we must agree to the regularity and and i will get into that point uh, in line with Honorable Nola to say there's an accepted form of oversight that and the other cannot substitute the other. But I'll get to those points at that point. I think for now, Chair, I, I want to assist the our secretariat and yourself as a chair, and, and you might uh, once they do the work, sit down, down with them in a management meeting before the report is brought back. I, I'm interested that in the report, in the manner we do it, we distill the following issues, Chair, which in our oversight came out very clear. In our oversight, firstly, 
the first area or head, headline will be they must be able to distill what are the issues of policy and legislative intervention. They came out in our oversight chain. I want to indicate that. Issues of policy and legislative intervention. I don't just want a report that just reports the activities. Um, it, it must lift out these issues. I took notes, copious notes, uh, on every meeting that we went to. So did our secretariat. Um, I'll give you examples when I say policy and legislative interventions as part of the report. Um, so when, when we visited uh, the Westville prison and, and, and we interacted with different categories of the female inmates, one thing stood out, one of the female inmates that were doing sewing and uniform opened up to us and said, I, I accept the wrongs I've done. And she said, I'm coming here for the second time. I'm a second offender. But she raised something that she said, would you please look into this as lawmakers? So she says, when I get out here, even when I want to set up a business of my own, the criminal record is following me. I can't get a job. I can't set up a business. And I'm saying that's a legislative policy matter, Jay. Because she says, I, I, I want to do good. And because this thing is a blockage, I find myself having to do the wrongs again because of a way of living. So I'm saying, this is your policy, legislative intervention, lift it up, do something. Otherwise, what's the point of making an oversight? Why did you visit when you're not listening to, to such things? So the second example under this issue of policy and intervention, public works right at the beginning in Polsma with us, besides answering the questions of their in, in, uh, in competencies and the things that they do slow, raise something with us, which I thought, and it goes beyond justice. It's a whole of government issue. They said to us, Chair, um, oversight us, deal with us, but there are things that we think are, are out, outside of our control as management and the team in, in public works. This is, there's, here's one example. Basically, he said, oh, public works will continue chasing problems and, and never be ahead of problems for the following reasons. So he would say, in the past, so we would have, in how we work with departments, uh, we had planned to charge them, say, about 26 rand for this particular service, is what he says. And because of the issues of budgeting and financing, that which we planned, and this relates to how they can deal with maintenance issues. And then he said, but currently, that 26 rand has been reduced to four rands that we must charge, okay, this department. In other words, you are seeing, speaking of issues of revenue, so it means they will never be on top of the maintenance. It, it's not their problem, something must be attended to that. That's what they planted with us up front. And I would have asked, 
has this issue been raised with public works and other departments? Because this is public works provide service to departments and they're basically saying the baseline on which we must provide the service uh, members of parliament is wholly inadequate. We can never attend to these issues. I'm saying that's one example. Um, and, and so when, when, when it, it goes beyond just uh, attacking public works, it goes beyond just criticizing them. It's also listening to them. So that's one example, there could be other examples. So that's one area, I call it policy and legislative intervention. The second area, Chair, which I want this report to help us deal, the issues are there, is an area I call management and operational failures. There's no policy issue here. There's no legislative issues here. The management is failing, period. The operations are failing, period. Whether you go to a court, whether you go to the master's office, uh, uh, or a correctional center. And there are issues that have been listed there, Chair. You've mentioned some of those, okay? So, we, because you, this oversight must be able to pick up issues, oversight this department, including the minister about where, so, so there will be those areas that the report must lift up for us. And, and I'm very clear on those issues. Because here, what is needed is not resources, it's not finance chain. What is needed here is not policy, it's not new legislation, okay? What, what's needed here is, 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 is an executive playing an oversight role to a department that is under them, that they are not doing. Okay, so, so we've got, this report has got to put that to bear. It's got to just table that. The third area, Chair, from this report across whether it's DOJ or D uh, Department of Correctional Services is, 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 is an issue I called kind of uh, promoting and, and advocate for the initiatives of DCS where it runs things on its own. Kind of your best practice things, they are there, Che, we've seen them. Besides this issue of self-sufficiency, when we went to Kalagabusha, just on the issue of security, in Kalagabusha, we, we, we oversighted, we went through, we're shown an initiative taken by DCS with public works having failed to take it upon themselves, the issue of security. We see how it is working. Where, for example, doors, because currently they were opening doors manually and they had over 200 locks uh, to do that, which means they need to have more manpower. They showed us, demonstrated a pilot that is electronically kind of managed where, and, and, and we went through that system, the first phase of it, and, and how far they are going to go, and, and how efficient that is, how safe that it, 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 it helps both the, 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 the wardens or officials now, this is an initiative of DCS. They stopped complaining about public works. So, the, and then we said, we need more of these that where DCS has got these engineers, these skills demonstrate to us your ability to do it on your own because you are saving cost, you are saving budget of paying a service provider. So that stands out. I'm just raising that as a one example. There are many others that this report must be able to do that. 
because the information is there. So in the manner it's being struck, it's going to be structured, how it is going to be presented, and how we're going to, to move on that. And on, on the way forward, Chair, um, I, 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 I think that some of the way forward issues, you highlighted those even whilst you were on the road. Issues of, once we listen to this report, we must then, and, and, and I think Honorable Breitenbach was on the way forward issues. Um, in, in, in the manner that she was inter, I mean, intervening about what must be done, must not be done. Those must be issues that we discuss as part of the lessons we're learning out of this visit and how we need to correct those as we get to the next visits. So, so you would have said on the road that you want public works, uh, your portfolio committee to meet with us to deal with these issues. Uh, your inter-committee, portfolio committee issues where we bring all of these departments to attend to these issues. I regard those as way forward issues. But I think Honorable Paula Ngola has covered me that uh, the point I'm, I, I want to make, Chair, is that um, planned oversight is, must be done. We cannot do away with planned oversight. We must plan oversight because our role is not policing. We must have planned oversight where we ask the department, this is what we want to see prepare this, okay? And we will also as agreed on our own to impromptu visit and planned unannounced oversight. So if Richard Yankee prefers unannounced, then he's going to have to prioritize his time on that. But both are necessary. You don't have the other more important than the other because the role we're playing is not just a, a role of an inspector. Uh, it, it is a different role in terms of our oversight. I, I want to pause there, Jay. Thank you. Thank you very much, Honorable Chanchi. Honorable Ramulubia. Thank you, Chair. Um, good morning to all portfolio committee members. Chair, okay. I think in future you must put me before Honorable Janchi. <laughs> Because of he tends to, uh, I'm, to I'm, even oh, I'm sorry, Ramulade. Chair, <laughs> <laughs> um, echoing from um, the past speakers, I would agree that, um, as elaborated by Honorable Danti, that we should have planned um, oversight visits. As much as we'd want to have unannounced ones, um, but we should have well-planned or coordinated ones so that we are equally able to get reports from departments on the work that has been done and the work that requires to be done, um, putting on timeframes and timelines on those on those work chair. On, on, on issues that I want to put, especially on the report, um, welcoming the report um, from the team that drafted it. Um, Chair, for me, the oversight worked a great deal, especially in, in crafting what the portfolio committee is about instead of sitting in meetings like this. Because ever since I joined the portfolio committee, there's been meetings over meetings and one tended to be a bit slow, but the portfolio, the oversight visit assisted a great deal in crafting, in getting an ideal 
view um, of the Department of Correctional Service, including the one of justice, especially on issues that relates to, to the said departments. And, and I think it should be encouraged that we do it more often because of the serious challenges, especially in an area that I was part of, which the delegation was led by yourself, Chair. Um, and I would also echo to say we require to, um, in the next oversight visit, we need to plan them well, Chair. Um, and when I say plan them well, I mean structure them in a way that it becomes conducive for even us who are conducting those oversight to be able to be efficient um, throughout those visits. For example, is that I, I was not quite okay with how we, we did them. You'll find in a day there's a visit in Santon, you are in Pretoria for um, you are in Pretoria for Zondervatar, you move to Santon. Tomorrow you are in uh, you are in Bosbeck, you move to Bramfontein, ways and you can cluster Johannesburg, which is Bramfontein and Santon together on the day. So I would I would I would suggest to the secretaries of the committee that next time. Um, and the team that will be dealing with us. Let's 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 plan it well so that we don't um, rush rush in the process again. Too, let's not congest them in a sense that we did, because you'd find you'd start exactly at nine o'clock. Um, Twelve o'clock, you're expected to be somewhere else. Half past eleven, you are still at the first visit. You are not even halfway done. Um, and you're expected at 12 or 1 o'clock to be in another visit, um, in which is another, another area, close to 30 minutes um, drive. You arrive the late, you start late, you need to go to another visit. Um, it made us a bit clumsy as if we're not efficient, as if we are not people that are cautious of times in the process. We require to be escorted uh, and rush through traffic and so forth and so on. So I would, I, would, I would suggest that the next visit coordinate this well. And I agree that um, we should be, that the two groupings of oversight must still remain because of one delegation, which has about 10 committee members, it, it is cost, um, it's dealing with cost. So if you are breaking it down to two groups, it's still efficient, but we require to manage it correctly. Okay, on the report, um, especially on the Bosbeck Correctional Service, I don't see the issue of the, of the ratio issue vis-a-vis the shift system, which I would not say mainly it speaks on Bosbeck, but it was an issue that we found in all um, correctional services that we visited, that there is an issue of the ratio um, of prison waters having to be having inmates um, about 600 inmates, 400 inmates, and then you have um, prison waters that are about 10 or 12. One would be expected to manage about 20 to 30, which is not conducive, which is not correct. So the ratio issue, I've checked through the report, I don't see it. Um, and, and the shift system, the shift system, they indicated that it's 12 days in and two days out. Um, which makes it 
for me, it's not conducive at all, especially if you're managing such a huge number of, of inmates a day. So I don't see it on a report which requires to come in, in a sense of the department clarifying and coming up with a way forward on how do we best deal with this, with this matter, especially um, since you have overpopulated um, correctional services, as indicated on the report, Chen. Um, on the, I would not say necessarily on the Zonder Water prison, but there seems to be a backlog on profiles that are submitted to the NCCS. Um, and these profiles have been submitted back since 2018. Still to date, have not, there are no reports or feedback in relation to this to this profiles chain. Um, I think I, I went through the report, I don't see it. And this is based on the partha judgment. I don't see it on the report. So I would also would like it to, to be part um, so that we equally are able to get um, feedback or response why there is a backlog that dates to 2018 when we're in 2022. Thanks, Chair. Thank you very much, uh, Honorable Ramulubia. Honorable Nibu Traha. Thank you, Chairperson. Um, I know that I was not at the oversight visit, but I would like to give some feedback um, or, or just throw some questions. From what I've heard from uh, what all members have said, um, I'd like to go to the point of public works. I, I know that public works is obviously overwhelmed with a lot of issues, but I'd like to eat, look at the justice sector and they have many buildings. They have the courts, the various um, regional courts, they have correctional centers. And they also, I think um, it wasn't a visit, but I'm just wondering uh, the juvenile uh, detention centers, where the youth centers, because we, we did the child justice bill recently. So I don't know if anybody has ever done oversight at a juvenile center or a youth center. So those are the buildings that is um, from justice. Uh, so the wear and tear, obviously, over the years, it goes down. But who's looking at it? I think one of the honorable members said that there's a, a, a list of the, the contact made with public works. Now, is it just a phone call? That's what I wanted to know. Do they have a log and dates where somebody from public works came to see uh, what is wrong, what needs to be done, what needs to be um, fixed in the building, or is it just a phone call and nobody comes out to, to inspect the site? I don't know how public works is structured. I don't know how they work. Uh, I don't know how they are placed in the provinces, but uh, you know, if we do meet with public works, what are we going to say or ask them, you know, ask them what their structure is, what, how are you going to um, in future look at the justice group as a whole? So I just wanted to say that. And then I, I don't know um, in buildings, especially the justice area, you know, the, the fire protection, uh, fire safety, the devices needed um, and the checking and who monitors that? Is that public works or is it 
staff members who are in the Department of Justice because there's a lot of fires. I mean, Malmesbury, there's so many fires, they might be suspecting what's happening here. But, um, you know, who sees to that? And then um, I only read halfway the justice part, but I don't, I'm not sure um, if members did meet with um, the the helping professionals, like the, so, the social workers, psychologists, etc., because, you know, we don't really have an opportunity to question the doctors and the social workers and the psychiatrists and the challenges that they experience. So I'm just curious about that and, and if we could look at that. Thank you, Chair. Thank you very much, uh, Honorable uh, Is there a member who would want to have a second bite? Maybe you forgot something, you want to come back. Thanks, Chair. I think um, um, I forgot to mention that I um, I would have loved to, I think the, the next coming oversight visit, um, I would I would really love to go and visit the female, the female side, um, the chair, including the juvenile. Um, side since we've not been able to go. I think we're given an option in Bosbeck to go to the juvenile side, but based on the time constraints that we had, we had to rush to another visit, therefore cutting um, the, the, the oversight planned program that we're given. So I would want the next visit that gets to be done, we, we, we specifically focus on those two areas, the juvenile side and the female inmates, because there are a lot of issues that one is picking up, especially on the female inmates, Chair. Thank you. Thank you very much, Honorable Romulo Beng, Honorable Janja. No, Chair, mine is a quick one, Chair, that when we come back to discuss the actual reports uh, uh, after today, uh, while supporting this issue of the two separate teams, uh, your, your, your coastal team and inland, I think we must nuance it because they are points of oversight that are neither coastal nor inland. So if you talk about the public protector, it's, 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 it's neither this or that or human rights commission. So it is those points where, because as a team, we need to combine our efforts on. Uh, that's just one issue because in the task we're given from our own parties, there are certain things that we would want to, uh, if we, it's, it's SIU, there's only one head office of SIU. <laughs> it, 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 it is in the inland. Um, and, and so also we must, we must be more nuanced on those points of oversight that do not necessarily take the form of coastal branches or, or inland branches. Thank you, Chair. Thank you very much. Um, well, thank you, uh, members, for the the overview and your observations um, about the oversights. Obviously, I think where we need to improve, I think we should. But what I would suggest concretely is that uh, we have a team uh, of two people from each group inland and the coastal. Um, the issue of inland and coastal, I think 
the terms were specific for the last uh, for the last uh, uh, visit. Uh, we might have uh, honourable judge. We might have a situation where we are going to just inland uh, uh, oversight only. So, um, so I think for the purpose of processing the report, if we can have two people from each group who will sit uh, with the team uh, to ensure that the issues that have been raised uh, are part of the report because we might need a report that will go to the house, but we also need working information, uh, which might not necessarily go to the house, but which will help us to project manage um, the outcomes of the visits. Because one thing that I picked up um, is that, um, especially the judiciary, uh, they have a lot of frustrations. Uh, and when we came, uh, there was a lot of trust that was, that was put on us. And what we cannot afford is to have these oversight visits to be viewed just as tolls with no tangible outcomes. So that is why we were insisting on a project time, a project type of a, of a, of an intervention, with timeframes that we would monitor. Uh, we even suggested that from Pumalanga, that is the magistrate court in Bombela, and for the High Court, we would do exactly what uh, members have been suggesting here, that as part of the follow up around June, July. We will send two two members uh, um, with supporting staff to go and check progress that that based on the timelines that we gave them should have been should have been uh, met by the time we go back there, um, so that um, uh, our work our oversight work should leave a lasting impact. Our aim is not to go and police them but our aim is to work with them to solve the challenges that they have. Because part of the challenges is what Honorable Janja refers to as failure, as a management failure. Both from the side in particular of public works and from the side of the Department of Justice. There were commitments that were made in, even in terms of resources, especially for the Bombella a middle back high court um, where the challenge were, were resources and uh, advocates Corsana made a lot of commitments in terms of releasing uh, resources. We want to monitor those commitments uh, between now and the end of the financial year uh, that those commitments are, are executed. They just don't remain to be commitments. So concretely, I would suggest that we have uh, two people from each group who will ensure that we have uh, this report. Um, and then also as part of that group, the two people from each group, um, 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 we have a yearly program of oversight. That yearly program would include planned oversight, 
unplanned oversight. And we even said, before we went on the oversight, we even said that um, there would be oversight that would be easy to organize. People, for instance, who are in Cape Town, Honorable Swart, Honorable Janji, Honorable Breitenbach, they can, uh, but generally just inform the, the, the secretariat or the committee chair that we would want to do an oversight on this day. We're going to go to this particular area. And on our side, we have myself, we have Honorable Nomatemba Jele, we have Honorable Ramudu Bing, um, uh, maybe you can also even have Honorable Le Horn. Uh, it's very easy to deal with most of the institutions that are at this side. That is one element of oversight that we, we, we agreed that we will, we, we will embark on. But I think it will be important that that team also has, uh, in fact, apply its mind to a, a yearly program of oversight. So, well, since we have started, I think we need to sustain this uh, program of oversight. A lot of things need to be attended to. Um, I'm quite worried about the Palm Ridge Magistrate Court mm -hmm. because anything that can happen there, I mean, uh, some of the ground was shaky. Anything that can happen there, having Parliament visited that area, I mean, will be directly part of the problem. So it's important that we should make follow-ups and we should project manage all the things that we have uh, we have seen and we should see to, to their resolution as parliament. And that will ensure that there is continuous public trust uh, on us. And I think uh, Honorable Glennis Brittenbach will uh, agree with me that uh, as we were doing the interviews for, 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 the, for the JSC, uh, I think one of the candidates also I mean, we uh, talked a lot about the oversight visits and what we saw, and which clearly shows that there was a lot of interest uh, from the stakeholders um, when they saw that parliament uh, is coming to, to visit the courts. And I think that is why you would see that frustrated letter from the judge president of uh, Limpopo. So there is a lot of expectations on us and we dare not betray that trust that uh, people have that we are going to be to be assisting them to to improve their their work situations and one of the things that we picked up uh, we went to Bumalang and Bombela went to Medlibeg and then we came to Houting but notwithstanding the challenges that were there our view was that we have not seen the worst of the West courts. We, in fact, uh, although they were bitterly complaining, uh, if you compare them, Bombella Magistrate Court and some of the magistrate courts uh, in some deep rural areas, it's just uh, they are, it's a five-star hotel in Bombella with all its problems. So we have not seen the real problems that is facing, that, that are facing uh, our justice system. At some point, um, uh, Honorable Glennis Breitenbach sent us pictures of, I think, the magistrate court in Musina that was in a very bad state. And he, she sent me some, some uh, I think, one court in uh, Lusigisig. I mean, 
it does not qualify to be to be uh, even to be a place where you put animals. It does not qualify even for that. So it's one program that we should sustain it. Um, but it's important that uh, when we meet with the Department of Public Works, this information, all of it should be on our fingertips because they, uh, we have to have a serious engagement with them. It's a serious engagement with them because as much as Comrade uh, Janji, they might say that uh, they used to get 26 rand and now they're getting four rands. The issue was would always be uh, whether that 26 rand was the real cost of doing business. Because uh, they are known that wherever they come, they escalate prices. So these are some of the things that we should be really interrogating. Um, the issue of the budget cuts has is generally affected government negatively. I think they are also affected negatively um, as, as, as public works. But most importantly, it was on our side what we saw management failure that was very prevalent. Um, even failure to manage relations, stakeholder relations, um, lack of communication uh, between the relevant stakeholders. Um, that was one of the issues that we saw as, uh, as something that needs to be attended to. And, and it will still be important that we should have a date uh, for the Department of Justice to come and explain their part, why the contracts were allowed to, to lapse, why there were no recordings of proceedings, uh, recorders to record proceedings. That, is, that, that should be done very urgently. The DG and the minister need to come and explain to, 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 to the committee and what are they, what are they doing that this thing should never recur again. Um, so I'm not sure whether uh, members, will that be a proper summary of our discussions? It is, Chair, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, is there anyone who's got a different view? Okay. thank you. None, thank you very much. Um, just quick issues just before we adjourn. Um, we received correspondence which uh, needs to be processed. Um, one, there is a correspondence from Judge Cameron, which I think members are in possession of. Uh, Judge Cameron is making a follow-up on the workshop that we proposed that we are going to have. And I was suggesting that um, uh, the chair, although I know that currently he is overstressed, the chair of the subcommittee on correctional services, uh, Honorable Weidenbach, uh, Judge Cameron, and maybe two or three other members can start the preparations uh, for that particular workshop and meet with Judge Cameron 
and uh, even outside of uh, your committee days or committee slots uh, so that we can have firm preparation starting to prepare for that workshop or colloquium will be guided by them as to what form it will take and what resources are needed. Uh, Honorable Bredenbach. Um, thank you, Mr. Chair. Yes, I'm very happy to uh, assist Honorable Janki. I understand that he has uh, many responsibilities. Um, might I suggest that, that we keep the, the initial group quite small. It's just easier to get, uh, to get things going and, and to find dates. So I'm very happy to to meet with Honourable Janki and Judge Cameron and let's put together something that we then circulate to the rest of the committee for their approval. Okay. Thank you very much, Honourable Janji. Are you fine? Agreed, Chair. Thank you very much. There is also a request from Professor, is Professor Martin of the University of the Western Cape for a workshop on issues affecting the NPA. I'm not sure. It's Lucas Munting, yes, yes, Professor Lucas Munting, Chair. Munting, okay, Munting. I'm very bad with surnames. Uh, please forgive me. Uh, uh, Honorable Ramulu Beng forgave me some time back. Um, that uh, we, we would need to, I'm not sure whether members, was, was that letter circulated to yourselves? I have not seen it, Chair. I don't think it was circulated. Uh, Mr. Chair, and perhaps I should suggest that while Mr. Yankee and I are arranging with uh, Justice Cameron, we can yeah. at the same time, because it's in the Western Cape, also arrange with Professor Munting. It's, uh, it's all in the same area, so it's very easy. And, okay. you know, we don't want Mr. Yankee to have spare time so that he can get up to mischief. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, there was um, a big issue before 1994 elections of a unitary state versus a confederal state. And there was an issue of international mediation. Maybe we should consider international mediation between Honorable Breitenbach and Honorable Janji. And you know, despite our uh, conflicts, we actually get along quite well. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so that is okay. Then you will deal with that one. So we have um, we have uh, the workshop for correctional services. We have that one of Professor um, uh, of the Western Cape, and then the last one is um, is um, we have the law society has always been wanting to meet with us. Um, and I think we should meet the law society, we should meet with the general council of the bar, and we should also meet with the, the association of law deans, because um, the issue of the LLB curriculum and associated and related issues uh, are part of the legislation that we passed. So it would be important that from time to time we meet with the stakeholders uh, to discuss issues of mutual interest. Um, and so I think that should also find expression in our program before, before we finish our term, because it's important that our portfolio committee must have very strong 
relations with all the relevant stakeholders that we are servicing. Honorable Mola? Yes, Chair. Now that you are speaking about uh, us meeting the legal bodies, I'm reminded uh, that uh, I'm not sure if the, the committee secretariat has been able to inform you that we have been getting a, a lot of pressure from the black prosecutors. Uh, they think they have returned uh, to the committee by last week from what, what I had. Uh, they want to ventilate their issues, a uh, lot of things. And it's, it's a lot of depressive working environment. So I'm not sure if we can find a space uh, maybe for them so they are able to ventilate their issues with the committee so that we see what to do having been informed of what is happening. Thank you. Thank you very much, Honorable Mola. I think the first thing to start with, um, you remember that we received a memo from the NTPP uh, responding to some of the issues that they raised and we have not had time to discuss that memo. I think we should dis discuss that memo from the NTPP and then map a way forward as to what do we, how do we proceed from there? How is that, Honorable Mola? No, I think, I think there is no problem. So you say we, we discuss the memo with the NTPP first, then uh, we, we, we meet with them later on. I'm not sure if I get you correctly. No, I, I think it can be a, a, a three-prong approach. One, uh, the, the NTPP wrote a memo to us, and we have not discussed the memo as the portfolio committee. I think it was sent uh, early this year. I think it's, the first thing is to discuss the memo. Then after we have discussed the memo, we develop a way forward, which might even mean that we meet with the black prosecutors or both the black and the NTPP, informed by what will be our understanding of, in the, of the memo. No, that's fine, Chair. That's fine. That's problem. Um, is there a view that is contrary to that one? No, Chair. No, thank you very much. Um, are there any issues that members would want to raise? Because today is a rare opportunity that we have an unstructured agenda um, just to deal with our internal issues. Are there any issues that you would think that we have not uh, applied our mind to, to, to them that we would want to raise? No, Chair, covered. So everything is covered. Can I now declare the meeting closed or adjourned? Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.